How you doing? Really good. And yourself? Oh, hanging in there. Hanging in there. What, what, what appendage did you almost cut off this time? My dear. Well, there's no, is there any other are there any appendages that start with the little finger? I don't know. Your dingus? I don't know. <laughs> well, there there is a new article that was posted of the top 10 Mario levels of all time. Gentlemen, we could critique a top 10. Not saying, just saying. That would require remembering all the Mario levels, or at least the top 10. <laughs> Says the guy who had a Sega growing up. Yeah. Well, you already know that one of them is the first level, so that's that leaves nine. You only gotta really guess nine. Do 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 do. First level is pretty boss. First level in one, first level in three, the level with a shoe, and then yeah, the other seven. Who cares? The level with a shoe. Everyone loves the level with the shoe. Little, dude. little big shoe. Everyone loves the level with a shoe because the, the plants would kill you. The plants would eat you alive, but not with a shoe. Time's up. Let's do this. I'm ready. I'm not ready. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today is Thursday, April fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. We're your host, Dr. Bob Zach Mayer, and Raul Torres. Say hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Correct. And this, dear listener, this, dear listener, good start. Is quest one thirty-nine? What do you wish you could quit? You question mark. <laughs> that was that. Uh, that was that was intentionally bad. That sentence, not the the opening sentence, but you know. Shut up. <laughs> no. Ruli, you just dropped some news on us, and we were like, okay, okay, we can make a topic out of this. So uh, there's a thing that you wish you could quit, you. What do you... So I can't keep that joke so right. So I, I, I'm doing the usual what I do of just scrolling Twitter, and then I see a picture of a certain character that I really liked, and that was of Club in Time. I'm like, oh, hey, they're probably promoting, like, what... Five year? Has it been five years since the first Walking Dead came out? Like like some anniversary, right? Because like that's usually they do. And then no, it's uh, I believe it's Image Comics. I or I forget the publisher that does it, but they're actually bringing Clementine, a Clementine comic, to the actual proper Walking Dead world. Maybe a Rick crossover in there, or something. Um, but I'm hyped. I don't want to be hyped, but I'm hyped. Wait, five years? I mean, What's... it's probably been at least that. <laughs> there the Walking Dead. Uh, the Telltale, the Telltale oh, the game? game, yeah, it's the longer. Game, yeah. Oh, the game. Okay, yeah. But, I was gonna say the series, the, the the like TV show is 2010. What was the Walking Dead game? Now I need to know. Look it up. Wait, who's gonna win? Dur, dur, dur. 2012. Jesus. So nine, <laughs> nine years. Almost yeah, exactly that, April yeah, 24th. Yeah. I, I felt I, I was I was I was doing hyperbole when I said ten years. So I guess not. <laughs> now I'm old. Oh. <laughs> oh well, it's a good game. Yeah, The Walking Dead is kind of an institution. Not one that I'm super duper into, but I did play the first Telltale like chapter or whatever where they introduced Clementine. But and so I get it. Clementine's great. Th- that first story, the first. If you are you calling like the chapter the full game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was lightning in a bottle. It was so ridiculously good. Uh the characters were great, the pacing was great. The idea was still novel. I played the second game, 
and it just was so much more mediocre than the first. I just didn't care about the characters. I didn't really care about the situations they were in. Like the first chapter felt completely and utterly disconnected from everything else that was happening. Um, was, and then was I there also a I lot of drama going? Was there a lot of also drama going on with like the studio at the time where they were shutting down or having a lot of layoffs at the, the same time as well? Maybe, but that was I mean the third one was that the third one got basically rescued from Oblivion because they were making the final one. Um, so I know there was drama after that one, but I didn't even play that one, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I appreciate what that first game was, but Lightning in a Bottle is is an accurate description. It was very much the right game at the right time, and everything that came after that, even other series that tell worlds, tell, tall, tell, 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 tell games, <laughs> other tell, worlds tell that tell tales. <laughs> um. It, 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 other games that they did uh, that I don't remember, they have more than just The Walking Dead. They had like oh, Wolf Among Us. Yeah, The Wolf I Among guess. Us was another that was supposed to be really good, really highly reviewed. Yeah. But they remember they started out with Jurassic Park and the third Back yeah. to the Future, which has, I believe, the last time that Christopher Lloyd and even um, Michael J. Fox actually replies their roles. Michael J. Fox did a cameo. He didn't play the, play the main character. But mm-hmm. um, that's where they started. And yeah, then they went on to do uh, Wolf Among Us and... Walking Dead kind of at the peak of their uh, their reviews, but they did Borderlands, they did Batman, they did tons of stuff. They did Minecraft did Story Mode. That too? And like, yeah, there there are instances that I can pick out that I can appreciate, and that first Walking Dead was definitely one of them, but I don't know, that whole studio has their gimmick, which most do, you know, to be fair. But I feel like they really jumped the shark with Minecraft story mode, and everything since then has just been fucking weird. Like, even the Batman games were just bizarre. Uh, and not like, not like in a good, compelling way. It's just like they started phoning it in in a way that was just not... It, it, it hit that weird, uncanny valley of, this is a story game, and this is a story that I care about, but and characters that I recognize, but they're all just kind of wrong. Um, so I don't know. I don't feel any particular affection for Telltale. And I guess that's fine. They're a company. Why would you feel affection for a company? But, you know, they made they the one would like thing to have a that word was with cool. You. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's fine. Man. Everything's fine. Yeah, I haven't watched The Walking Dead show in since like season three, maybe four. Um, again, I played the original Telltale game to play the rest. I read, I read a shit ton of the comics like, like nearly ten years ago, and then when I not caught up on that, but when I got towards the end, I stopped. Um, so I'm way behind on all of it. I don't know. Really, is there anything worth like continuing and watching in that franchise? Well, I mean, I I dug the comic, but I think one of the uh... It's it's kind of gimmicky, but it's like one of those you had to be there because like it just ended like it just like hey like they're like the next co- the next comic is gonna be like a, like a 100 page issue and everyone's like what and then it's just like yeah that's the last comic never again and everyone's like what so just kind of that that going out on a high note and kind of being a surprise was uh, typical Walking Dead comic book fashion that I I can't think of any other better way to do it and just experiencing it that way was was lots of fun yeah cool. All right, well, uh, going around the going around the table here, Zach, what's something that you wish you could quit? You, I mean, there are a couple of things that I wish that I did quit. 
Um, Energy drinks, caffeine yeah. in general. <laughs> mm, it's an addiction. Now, uh, I really wish that I hadn't watched the last like season, maybe season and a half of oh. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay, God, I thought you were going to say Game of Thrones, and I was going to be like, were you being that typical? Come on, guys. Come on. I mean, that's beating a dead horse at this point, but that too. No, Battlestar Galactica, because it just went in a weird direction. And I don't know if it was the same kind of, yeah, we wanted to be done with this project, so we just wrapped it up. Uh, it was but... the allegedly the writer's strike. That was when the writer's strike happened back yeah. in like 2000, and when was that? Ish. Seven, eight, nine, something like that? wherever whenever it was but yeah, yeah. No, the writer strike was a thing and that definitely it came into play but i i don't know it felt like it felt like throughout the the previous seasons that there was an arc that they were following uh episodically season to season not episode to episode but more broadly season to season and it just seemed so weird that there wasn't at least not a full storyboard, not even necessarily an outline, but like a bullet list of stuff that they wanted to do for the next couple of seasons. Like it felt like a show that was planned out well enough that you could have phoned it in and still at least had a consistent story, even if you weren't dealing, even if you weren't like uh, using the writer's guild for that work. And maybe that maybe that was still true. Maybe that did happen. Maybe they did have the barest hint of a guide to follow and still managed to fuck up so badly. <laughs> and maybe that's just a testament to the necessity of good writing uh, or good writers. In that case, sure, fine. We get it. Never again. Give the writers what they want. We keep the writers happy. It doesn't matter. Uh, golden toilets, unicorns, just whatever they need um it's just such a stretch to imagine that there was nothing to go on and it was so abysmal it was so bad in the end no it was a horribly depressing final season like i even though i had been like the biggest fan and i think i i tried to help get people into it and organize watch parties man the season three finale was just like man what the fuck was that and then, you know, getting into season four, I just, it was just such a drag. Like, I think I stopped watching. Like, other people were still watching. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'll keep wearing my Battlestar jacket because I love this jacket so much. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. And it was such a good show. Um, gosh, the season three premiere, when they jumped the ship into the atmosphere. Oh, God. Some of the best, most dramatic television. Like, it was oh, my incredible. God. It was so good. It was so good. And they fucked it up uh what's her name uh she plays the um uh, princess now in the mandalorian uh kate sackoff thank you katie sackoff she was fantastic as starbuck and like a gender bent starbuck the original was a dude but yep. she's starbuck now starbuck was always katie sackoff and that's just how good she was in that role and then Space Jesus, I guess. I don't know. Space Moses? Yeah, it, it, her whole, like, I remember the episode where she died and blew up, just watching it being like, again, what the hell was that? Like, first of all, you're not going to kill Starbuck. Like, she'll be back somehow, some way, which they didn't even explain. She's like a ghost, I guess. Like, they never really actually explained that. And then, like, you know, she just flies into the atmosphere for, like, no reason. You're just like, dude, I can't relate with this character. I can't 
relate with what's going on here? Like, would you just people go crazy? This is, is bizarre. Is, is this just, is is this old enough that we can spoil it now? Oh, dude, yeah. it's fucking over a decade old. Yes. So if 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 they're all Cylons, it can't be a ghost. It's a programmatic glitch. See, that at least makes more sense than any of the actual theories we had. <laughs> Congratulations, you did more than uh, than the writers' room. It really would have been cool for that to come through in the show instead <laughs> of just trying to retroactively make it make sense like the extended so th- Star Wars that's, universe. That, that's that's my head canon, so say we all. So say we all. <laughs> what a great catchphrase. So say we all. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it was horribly disappointing. And they've been talking about rebooting that for a very long time. Um, like they've really? Been talking about- yeah, they've been working on a reboot of Battlestar again, which doesn't have anything to do with Ronald D. Moore for, uh, a, like, I think the last 10 years, basically. I mean, cool. Let's see. I'm looking this up now because this is not in my usual Mr. Robot creator is executive producing a new take on the franchise. There you go. For Peacock, the streaming service that time forgot. This episode of the QQCast brought to you by Peacock Streaming Services. Or is it Paramount Plus? Or is it Amazon Prime? Or is it HBO Max? Or is it Paramount Plus? Or is it... I don't know, I said that one twice. (laughs) Well, I mean, that just underscores the general confusion. But, uh, yeah, no, okay. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Sam Esmail. Esmail? Esmail? Uh, creator of Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot was fantastic. Did you guys see that? Uh, I watched the first couple of episodes and it was engaging, but I, I this is another one of those I just didn't finish it. There are so many good things out there that I just didn't finish. I would go back and rewatch Mr. Robot. Uh, if you have nothing else to do one day, I recommend it. But yeah, no, if he's working on a Battlestar reboot, yeah, I could get behind that. Um, it was this neat sort of dark cerebral sci-fi that I think would fit with that dude's MO based on Mr. Robot. So I can, I could see it. Um, yeah, now this, this, this would be a good pairing. It has a good mouth feel. I'd be into that. Well, we'll see if they ever finally release the reboot of the reboot coming in the <sighs> 2030s. What was the name of the dude that played Adama? Uh, Edward James Olmos. Oh my God. So good. Oh, the Admiral. Uh, the casting in Battlestar was just fantastic, and him and Mary McCondale were uh, just phenomenal leads. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so good. Why? Why did I watch that last season? <laughs> All right, well, uh, moving on. So, God, something I wish I could quit, and this is going to be, uh, oh, man, this is going to be a controversial one. Not controversial, but like a bizarre one. I'm going to go with an entire genre of video game. Um, the JRPG, I, you know, was, I grew up in the nineties and I loved JRPGs and there were so many great ones and I played a ton and I still have so much nostalgia and so much love and I love RPGs like in general, but the JRPG genre has just been so, I don't know, like, I don't even know what the right word is. I don't know if stagnant is the right word, but like every time a new JRPG comes out, I'm like, oh man, I wonder if this is gonna be good or if I should play it or like, anything like that. And, like, then you get, like, Bravely Default 2, which gets these good reviews, but it's, like, it's grindy as fuck. And I'm just, like, I don't I don't want to play a grindy as fuck game. Like, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, the mid-30s. I'm approaching the 40s, and I'm just, like, I don't want to grind. 
And that whole genre, just I feel like, I don't know, again, I don't think stagnated is the right word, but I'm going to use it. And I, but I still like want to love it and I wish I could quit it. And I watch all sorts of reviews and read up on all these JRPGs and plot synopses because like, I want to be interested. I want to like The Lions Alive. I want to like Bravely Default 2. I want to like, oh God, what else? Any of the Paper Mario series that just has not been working for me forever. I want to like them, but I just don't. But I still always look when they come out. Oh, I wish I could quit that genre. <laughs> yeah. And the unfortunate part of that is like the grind is one of the core mechanics. It's a distinguishing characteristic of JRPGs. I call bullshit. I mean, if you've got a good example of that not being the case. I mean, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, like the golden era, Mario RPG, like. I, there weren't there weren't always grinds. You got into the 32-bit era and ho ba- or ho baby ho baby grindy as fuck. Uh, really, you were gonna say something? Yeah, yeah. Um, all this complaining. Um, have you heard? I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Fantasian. Have you heard about that one at all? Fantasian. No. What is this? The latest from Final Fantasy creator. I'm gonna slaughter this name. Hironobuchi Saguchi. Hironobu Sakaguchi. Yeah. No. No. Okay. The generous rough edges. Yeah, I have heard of this, but. Yeah, he's making like a classic, like the backgrounds are pre-rendered, like the 32-bit era, right? Um, I think they're actually like diorama picture type things. Like it's supposed to be artsy, fartsy, beautiful. Um, yeah, supposedly has a lot of good reviews. So, um, yeah, just they're gonna keep sucking you back in. Good luck, Tom. You know, yes, I. <laughs> there was another RPG that did something really similar with the like uh, pre-rendered kind of diorama backgrounds. Um. We talk about Bravely it every single time. Too. Who's done and played it? Is it the Octolot Traveler? Octopath one? Traveler, Saga well, Frontier. Oh, so many yeah, RPGs. But I'm thinking of a Western RPG that did the same thing. Like, oh, not recently. Uh, mm. Um, ah, gosh, what was it? Was it? Uh, oh, it was Pillars of Eternity. Never heard of it. No, I think that was a Kickstarter actually, but uh, it was Obsidian. Um, they were trying to to recreate some of the feel of like the old Baldur's Gate like CRPGs um the classic RPGs and uh just kind of do it with with a modern aesthetic and so they had they were all pre-rendered backgrounds uh and they were pre-rendered 3D backgrounds but there was no 3D interaction they were just like table mats but they were animated, you know, they had cool waterfalls and stuff, and you could you could move around uh, in the same way that you would one of the classic CRPGs. Uh, it was just better looking, way better looking. Um, this looks similar, except this, this diorama part might actually be 3D rendered in the game. It's hard to tell. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a neat... Um, it's a neat reimagining. Like, there was never anything wrong with the technology for a lot of these games. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's really easy to be like, oh, yeah, graphics technology has improved so much over the last 20, 30 years. And uh, I remember being super excited whenever you got, like, a, a new stack of bits to play with, you know, 8, 16, 32, 64 uh and on and on um and that was cool but so much of the so much of the goodness in those games was in the way that they played 
less how they looked. So getting a tune-up on the visuals is nice, but keeping a lot of the same feel, the same gameplay, is not a bad decision. Uh, and I think that's probably where a lot of the the appeal for JRPGs is for you, Tom. Like They play a, a lot the same, which is good and comforting. And there's nothing wrong with that formula, but yeah, I, I can see kind of outgrowing some of the mechanics if the grind is not all pervasive. It's definitely present enough. It, it is to... entirely the grind that kills me. That's just that's entirely it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it may not be every single game, but if it's enough of them scattered around the whole genre, then yeah, it starts to be kind of the the um, what's the word I'm looking for? And it's a, it can be a deal breaker, I guess. And yeah, that can radically restrict which games in that genre you start to enjoy now. But I I definitely feel you on the on that part of it. Anything that is anything that feels even remotely like it's wasting my time, I just can't deal with anymore. I don't have that much time. <laughs> Sounds about yeah. right. No, I, I mean I think I've I've said the same thing before on other casts. It's just like I, I ain't got time for that, so I, I gave up the JRPGs a long time ago. They're they're fun, they're nifty, but yeah, it just it's don't want that grind. Yeah. And like I've been playing um uh, a couple of factory games lately, like Satisfactory and now uh Dyson Sphere program. It's the same kind of thing. Like I, I like them at first because there's interesting things in the way that you snap parts together and uh, sort of design these factories to do what you need them to do. But in all of those, it's you, you first need to gather the stuff, right? And you need to feed that stuff into your machine so that new stuff comes out. But it's that initial bit where you realize that oh i need to expand my factory that means i need to go all the way back to basics find a resource node of some kind and build structures unique to that node around it so that i can harvest the things that i need to do what i really want to and it's just that becomes so tedious it's fun at first when it's a new thing to do and then after a while it's oh, i have to go do this again and it's such a time sink and it is so it feels insulting after a bit. It's like, I know how to do this. I've done it a million times. Why is this still hard for all the wrong reasons? And that just, it kills it for me after a while. <laughs> all right, round the table. Ruli, back to you, man. What else do you wish you could quit you? I, this this might be a little bit controversial, and I'm totally a hypocrite, but like, the Marvel stuff, like I said, I didn't want to watch One Vision, and I ate that up so much because it was so good. Um, I haven't been as enthusiastic about uh, was it Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I'm still watching it. I don't want to, but I am. I don't. I don't know why. It's just it's <laughs> it's entertaining. No, that's not controversial at all. I mean, I I've been saying that about like wanting to step off the hype train at, at Endgame, and then of course we had this entire year of quarantine where basically no Marvel product came out, which was you know kind of unprecedented for the last decade. And yeah, everyone keeps telling me that both those shows are fantastic and that I should watch them. And like, I kind of don't want to, but I imagine that as soon as a movie shows up that I do want to watch, I'll just end up watching them. So no, man, I'm right there with you. I, I 
kind of wish I could quit the Marvel drug at this point, but somehow, some way, they keep doing well. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I wasn't super psyched for the Marvel Cinematic Universe to make the... It wasn't even really making the leap with shows like WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Shoulder. Winter Shoulder. <laughs> the Winter Soldier. It's because you keep thinking the dude doesn't have his arm, and you think yeah. arm and shoulders. Well, it just, it's, it's... He's, just, he's, he's just so cold. Um, <laughs> it's the cold shoulder. Uh, uh, like, there have been Marvel TV shows in the past, like um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I liked, but it was very kind of Warehouse 13, you know, fun and snacky. And uh, Agent Carter, which was very good in itself, but, you know, kind of stood on its own. This wasn't a leap for Marvel to get into TV, but based on the stuff they had done before, I wasn't, like, really super looking forward to it like it would probably I, I guess i imagined that it would be fine and if i just needed something to fill dead air then i would put on wandavision or something like that but at least wandavision because i haven't watched falcon in the winter snowstorm um that was great like stands on its own good and so I'm much more excited about the TV series, the episodic series. It's hard to call it TV anymore. Like, are these broadcast? Are they just streaming? <laughs> that term I don't, is so I antiquated, know. I know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, I, I am vastly more interested in what is coming down the pike now after this first batch than I was uh, at the outset. And you're right like i was also just kind of ready to be like chapter closed <laughs> what a great like 10-year ride uh fantastic huge collection of movies and i can go and rewatch my favorites and that's that's wonderful uh and it just keeps going and it's still good <laughs> how why <laughs> why is this still good I have no idea. Somehow, some way, Feige has done it again. I, I, just, I don't know. Mm. They're willing to take risks. Like, I mean, WandaVision, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch it, but like is clearly a risk in terms of, you know, creative vision in the direction that it went. Like they're mm. they're willing to roll dice. It's kind of crazy. It's nuts to me how well WandaVision worked. It's such a weird concept. Like, even after having seen it all, I'm just like, why would anybody in their right mind greenlight this? But it's so fun, and it's so good. Too good. That's why you got me back, so... Mm. Alright, Zach, what is what is something pulling you in? Because I don't want to talk about Marvel ever again in my life, especially on this podcast. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're gonna. Did we do a WandaVision review? No. Nope, because I didn't watch it. Fair enough. Um, let's see. Uh... What's pulling me in? I mean, obviously, we already mentioned Game of Thrones, and it doesn't need any more than that. Um... Did, did you see everyone going crazy about the random tweet that came out today? What? No. It was just a random Winter is Coming tweet, and there was like, what does this mean? Oh, what no. does it all mean? Winter is, <laughs> no. it's, it's the summer. No. That's, no. Just let it die. Like, I... All right, I'm going to talk about Game of Thrones for a split second. It should have been good. It should have been so much better than it was. 
and everybody knows that and can agree so we won't belabor that point but if it had been just a little bit better it wouldn't have just been the show that was more satisfying or the ending to that show it would have been everything else around it like you look at things like the walking dead that have all of the mixed media tie-ins the comics the games all of that good stuff i really want a game of thrones crusader kings release or a game of thrones um uh total war game you know made by the creators of that game and not just a fan mod that's cobbled together nothing against modders they're great really appreciate the work but there is a level of quality that comes with the first party versus the third party mods um so much could have been had that had the well it honestly just the two writers D D, whatever their names were had they not just gotten bored with it had the author decided to actually pick up his macbook and write uh <laughs> instead of promoting so much could have been and it's the missed opportunities for me that's what really kills me about game of thrones anyway um oh so yeah so yeah okay it's because yesterday was apparently they're, they're calling it the iron anniversary yeah 10 years since game of thrones came out that's also a thing so yeah i mean it was it was eight seasons there was a bit of a gap in one of them so it was it was well it, it had a very good long life longer than it really probably deserved in the end but it was such a missed opportunity. I just can't even. Has the, has the uh, books finished yet, or is Homeboy no. still? He's still <laughs> no. he's still spending time at Meow Wolf, right? He's not even writing books anymore. Yeah, I have no idea what he's doing, and I honestly don't even care at this he, point. He just had some big deal with, I, I think, a TV network to make another show. I I could swear, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I saw something about that too. Uh, or maybe it was the Lord of the Rings thing, the Silmarillion that I was that I'm conflating. Um, I am I am weirdly excited about the Silmarillion just because I don't know what they're gonna do with it. I don't regret getting sucked into the Lord of the Rings. There's one. I don't wish that I could quit the Lord of the Rings. I want more, 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 more. All right. Oh God, is that back to me? I, I think, think it, it might is. be. Oh man. All right. All right. I uh, you know it's funny Zach cuz I was thinking I was considering like with this list. Oh man, should I should I put Star Trek on this list cuz like I don't want to quit it, but man, I haven't been enjoying it as much as I should. I need to watch more Lower Decks is what I need to do. But I haven't been enjoying it as much as I should. Discovery's been up and down. Eh, Picard did not do it for me. Lower Decks is cool, but I haven't gotten into it totally. I need to get into it. Um so I was debating putting that on here. But no, I'm going to say the other the other Star franchise that we won't shut up about. I kind of wish I could quit Star Wars. Like if it wasn't for The Mandalorian, I would be out. I would be done. It'd be like, psh, we're good. And I've been reading the, I've been reading Star Wars Extended Universe books since I was a kid. Like, I shouldn't say since. I read a ton of them as a kid. Loved Star Wars. But I would be so fucking done with that franchise if it wasn't for Mando. Um, kind of wish I could just get out of that one. But like, Mando's really good. Now I gotta watch it. I'm like, shit. What the fuck, guys? Also, bring back Grogu. <laughs> yeah i don't know what they're gonna do with the next season of mando um like i feel like where it is now 
would be a fine place to just end it and move on to the Mandalorian or or not the Mandalorian, the uh, the, the Boba Fett show. Boba Fett, yeah. Um, but I guess they're going to have another season of Mandalorian, and I'm not mad about it, but I really hope this doesn't turn into I wish I hadn't watched that last season. I mean, it was still a good season. I don't regret watching it. Um, oh, and no. It's not like it's Mando's even hard. Like, it's an episodic space western it's not even hard to continue they just without grogu you do have to wonder if they're going to lose kind of some of the heart of the show or again as they've done more and more fan service are they going to get more and more into canon which i think has been very polarizing for people and i've specifically said i didn't want them to do and again my review of that was they did it as best as i think they could have because i enjoyed it but it's what they did i didn't want them to do um so yeah, I don't know. And I also don't know if it's going to be diluted with all these other Star Wars shows. Like, I, it was cool having the one, and the one was fun. And like, but do we, can you have enough diversity between Boba Fett and, you know, the Rangers, or whatever that's going to be called, and Mando? I, I don't know, man. Like, I just wanted you to make one good show. I just wanted to enjoy one good show. What the hell? Are they still, uh, Rangers of the New Republic, that's the one with, um, the pilots right uh yes and gina how i forget her last name was supposed to be in it but now the whole firing thing which we're totally not getting into um i don't know yeah and there's uh ahsoka and i guess the acolyte whatever that is lando's getting a show oh oh, i've forgotten lando's getting a show i know ahsoka's getting a show Mm -hmm. which that could be cool and that could be separate from mando that could be a totally different thing but like the others, I'm just not as sure about. And there's there's Andor. Oh, which, don't even. I mean, it. Cassian Andor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I could not possibly give less of a shit <laughs> about that show. It is literally not possible. I mean, what, what what was it we were saying? If it was um, if it was like Tinker Tailor Soldier Star Wars, I guess <laughs> that would be kind of fun. But it's not gonna be. And then, of course, there's the Obi Wan Kenobi miniseries. That I just honestly, if that came out, uh, it doesn't matter to me what anybody else is doing. I will watch that. <clears throat> and if I never see another Star Wars show again, I will probably be satisfied. <laughs> uh, Ruli, you've been remarkably silent about the Star Wars. Because it's Star Wars, it's just like it's. I, I was amazed that I got hooked on to the Mandalorian as much as I did. I'll see the stupid book of Boba Fett just because it's uh, a Robert Rodriguez thing, and I'm pretty sure I'll get more. As long as it still has that kind of guerrilla action style that he has, I'm all in. Like, that's fine. But I don't know, it's... it's, That was easy for me to quit because I never really got into it, so I'm good. Yeah. Ruli, back to you. Maybe this will be the final lap. What else else you got, sir? I am struggling. You're tapped? I think that might be tapped. I, I have some witty... There's nothing you wish you could quit? All those horror franchises that you love so much? None of them have been letting you down? Come on. Come on. No, they're all they're all amazing little gems, and they're all special in my heart. So, um, I mean, I think there's a lot of, like, pandemic jokes that I can make, but I'm just going to spare your listener on that one. Um, I don't know. It's We've been at a weird spot with, like... like Everything that was supposed to come out last year is that pushed to this year. So it's like, we're going to see how that stuff comes out. And I'm sure there's going to be new stuff that I'm going to get sick of. But like maybe 
the Fast Nine, but I don't even think I saw the last Fast and Furious movie, so I don't know. I saw Hobbs and oh. Shaw. I still haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw either. I don't know why. It was my first kinda... and only Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> Tom, but family, Tom, don't you care about family? <laughs> don't you care about family? I don't know. Do I? That's my. Life. I don't know why I'm doing Stallone as fucking. Uh, what's his name? Vin Diesel. No, I, I, I think I'm tapped. If I think of something before wow. we close, I'll, I'll let y'all know. But I think, I think I'm tapped. It's like I'm, wow. I'm, I'm easy to please. That's my problem. I'm, Boy, I'm just, I'll say. Just throw anything at me. I'm pretty content with it. I wow. Okay. <laughs> Zach. Yeah, I'm kind of starting to get into the same boat. Like, there's not a ton of things that I. I I, I don't know. I'm thinking of mostly games because TV shows I will drop and not feel bad about some games I haven't finished, but there aren't many that I haven't finished that I regret not finishing. And I don't know if that's the worst thing, you know, realizing that you're kind of done with this and putting it down. Um, Trying to think of things that have gone on too long. There are probably tons of examples, but none are springing to mind that we haven't already touched on. And it's it's so weird though because like, like I said like going back to my other thought of like what's coming out like I feel like I'm gonna feel like that about Stranger Things but is that mm. even coming out like like I saw this bunch of ads for like they're they're playing it at like in a drive-in or like why are they playing season three of Stranger Things at a drive-in like wouldn't you want to show like new stuff I don't mm. know maybe maybe that's what I'm I don't know it's whatever I'm ranting stop me Tom say something. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, I'll just say that the, one of the things I was going to put on this list was I've, I've said a uh, video game thing, a movie thing, and now I'll do a TV show thing. And that's the Disenchantment series. I have this love-hate relationship with that show. They've had three seasons now. It's gotten better arguably every season. I love the aesthetic and the art, the, the kind of watercolor fantasy pastel look that they have going in the Matt Groening style is awesome to me. The voice actors and the cast are doing a fantastic job. Um, the writer's room, the, the, the humor and the, the jokes are so dense. Um, it's like, it's a reminder of Futurama, but the overarching plots are so disappointing and just get cast aside so quick or never resolved. Um, it's like these two extremes, like instantly thrown out or never come back, like never actually resolved that it's just driving me fucking crazy. So like, I just, I love it. And then there's parts of it that I fucking hate. Um, it's, oh God, it's, it's. Bizarre. Every time a season's come out, I've binged it in under a week. Um, so again, I have so many good things to say about it, uh, but I'm just conflicted on aspects of it. So I kind of wish I could quit it, but it's kind of got its its hooks in me. So I I will definitely back when season four comes out. It's been renewed for a four, but uh, they've basically been renewing it two seasons at a time. So we don't know if it'll get a five or a six yet. Oh. Is, it, yeah. is it one of those things where like the binging is what's detrimental to it? It's just like the only way you can really like notice that long-running plots don't happen is when you watch four episodes back to back to back i mean that's possible i don't i don't really know because i don't have anything to compare it against but um there's just certain like running gags about like you know uh not much of a spoiler like uh one of the main characters elfo like no one knows who his mom is what is he half something else and like they still haven't paid that off even though it was a plot point in season one versus there's other times where like a character turns evil and then they like you know, or 
committing an assassination plot, and then they go to capture her, and they get to another city, and someone just goes, oh, throw that person in a dungeon. And they just get dragged off screen, you never see them again for the rest of the season. You're like, well, that was resolved too goddamn quickly, wasn't it? Like, that was anticlimactic as fuck. We chased our bad guy, and someone just says, ah, put him in a dungeon. It's like, what the fuck? I mean, I mean that could be a joke in itself, but I agree with you. That was kind of off-putting. Now, I, I have the same kind of thoughts, and my the thing that I keep coming back to with that show is that it has all the right notes to be a medieval fantasy themed Futurama show, except that they added in these season arcs that just, I feel like they take away from the show more than they add. Um, You know, it with Futurama and even with this show, they could do the same thing. You could just go to another planet and have an episode in (laughs) wherever the fuck. Right. And they could, do that with their like steampunk world or their underground or hell or wherever they want to go um and if it was just like if it was episode to episode and they just took it one one frame at a time i feel like it would be a better show than trying to string them all together like popcorn on a string and feed it to us as this whole season package ah yeah that's a good one like I'm I'm right there with you. I don't know if I quite regret my investment <laughs> in this show yet. Yet. Yeah, I, but, I, don't, uh, I don't regret it as such. I mean, I don't want to give that impression. Again, I, there's tons of things that I love, but there's also things that just fucking infuriate me. I'm like, dang it, guys, come on. Yeah, no, it's it's at the point where I don't know if the the less savory parts of it are going to put me off my appetite for this show sooner or later. But it'll happen. It'll happen. Yep. All right. I thought, well, of, mine. Uh, I thought of mine. Oh, sorry. Do it. Do it. So, because you said games, and this this one, uh, I I am ashamed because I'm I'm trying to be hip and with it. I don't oh, know why. Be I just picked up this up again. Fortnite. Wait, you play Fortnite? Every now and then, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 the walking simulator that is my flavor of choice right now, and um, it's because like um. Who is that? Uh, remember the trailers for Ready Player One, where just like, hey, remember Godzilla? Remember Iron Giant? Remember Tracer? Remember everyone? Um, one of the latest commercials for that it has like Sarah Connor and the Predator and the Alien and Boba Fett and uh, the Banana Guy and like everyone, and it just like everyone's fighting. I'm like, oh, I remember that game, and I I, I, re- I remember that Terminator. I remember that that T T1000 model. That's so cool. Um, so I started playing it again because I'm just silly. So I'm nerd. Whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I, I've played. I tried to play Fortnite one time when it came to Switch. I downloaded. I tried to play one game. I jumped into a map and got. I don't even know how I got killed five minutes or less and uninstalled it and never played it again. <laughs> My yeah, one Fortnite experience. And that's what this, the thing that kind of sucks about like the the battle royale genre is just like that churn between rounds just is annoying especially when you first start playing because you're just like oh i landed i don't know any of the game mechanics i don't know any of the maps i don't know any of the strategy and then you just die and then you've got to wait another like 10 minutes for the next round to start versus like kind of traditional twitchy first person shooters where if you die hey you know you're gonna respond to the map it's cool you know like kind of call of duty style it's just like you can go and go and shoot people in the face again in, in a relatively small amount of time and get back in it and have this feedback loop to improve but it just like 
what is it, Player Unknown, all those. It's just like you show up and then you just die. And like, how, how do you get better? It's, you don't. You just, hey, just... It, it could be worse. It could be Counter Strike. Remember having to wait on the map to respawn? So, like, five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. I mean, well, tell that dude to stop camping and shoot someone already. <laughs> Part of the fun of Counter Strike, though, is you were in the lobby with everybody. And when you were all dead, you were all in the dead chat. And so you were all yelling at the camper together. <laughs> that was a game in itself. Put the bomb on the map. You have the bomb. What are you God, doing? God, what are you doing? Um, like uh, there was uh, there was another game, uh, Riot put out, I think. Um, Valorant. Valorant. Thank you. It's you know it's the Counter Strike formula with some twists, and it just feels so sterile, like. No, no shade. It's a fine game um, if you're if you're into that that style of shooter, but it just didn't have the I don't know some essence that Counter Strike has that just can't be replicated. Um, but I I get it with the battle royale games. I play a lot of Apex Legends um, mostly because I've got a group that plays and trying to keep in touch with people throughout this. Uh, this last year plus um it's it's a way to do that but yeah the feedback loop is long one of the things that i do like about at least apex is they put in you know a pretty a pretty sandboxy kind of shooting range so you can at least play with the tools and play with the powers and the different characters um sort of on your own and there are little dummy bots that can run around and uh, you can kind of get used to the feel of the game before you jump into a match, but it's still got the same issues. Sometimes queues are long. Sometimes nobody wants to play duos, or sometimes there just isn't an open slot on the squads. But, um, you know, playing with people makes that much better. You know, having having a, a Discord going at the same time. Multiplayer games are better with people? No fucking way. Yeah, no way. fucking <laughs> Revelation. Way, right? Like, I don't understand who, people who play Battle Royales solo. That doesn't make any sense to me. But I can accept that I just don't understand and leave it alone. Um, now, it's, it's, it's so much more fun yelling at your one teammate who's still alive <laughs> and trying to get towards the end of the game. Just be like, everybody's watching their screen, and everybody's looking at the leaf floating in the corner like, is that a dude? I think that's a dude. You should shoot it. <laughs> uh, good times. Well, Zach, really remembered one. Did you want to throw us one out, or are you were you good? No, I think I'm content. Uh, we talked about a bunch of stuff, and I agree with the vast majority of it actually managed to stretch this out into very nearly a full hour. I really thought this was going to be the <laughs> podcast that we wish we'd finished. It finally almost failed. <laughs> almost. Well, all right, dear listener, we'll be back next week, I think, to finally return to our topic and follow up on, uh, instead of sequels with, that continue the franchise, reboots. And actually, I was brainstorming some ideas that, well, we wouldn't, I don't know if, Shit, they wouldn't work in the 2010s. Damn it! If we, if we reduce it to the 2010s, it's not going to be as much fun. Anyway, we'll be back to talk about that one, I think. Sound like a plan, gentlemen? Sounds a like a plan. plan, indeed. All right. Cool. Zach Ruley, thanks again. Thank thanks, you, Tom. Tom. Until next time, dear listener. QQ! The end. I wish I could quit, Q. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. If you like what you hear, check out our website at qq-cast.com. We have multiple types of podcasts, quests, news, reviews, and our Choose Your Own Adventure podcast, The QQ Adventure. That website, again, is qq-cast.com. Now, please remember that all views and opinions expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them, not of their friends and family, not of their co-workers or co-hosts, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Again, thank you for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality. 